0: hi everybody this is episode 16 of the quick resume podcast um my name is my name is deck i'm the, i am the bad juju mm, and I'm, I'm joined by error code the error code, timmy wimmy hi tim yeah yeah it's tim uh error code wheeze just i guess correct- we're doing game <laughs> just attacks. correcting me well i didn't say the whole thing I, yeah. outed you did i said the Eric. i said well i mean yeah i can out myself i can't out you okay well i out myself <laughs> anyway so it's fine <laughs> That's it, that, that's our game tag. Well, yeah. feel free to add us an Xbox. Well, yeah. It took 16 episodes, but we, you know, we plucked up the car well, I mean, I didn't tell you I was going to do that, but... No, really, kind of threw us back, we're going to need to have a chat I did... after this <laughs> I podcast. did it for the two of us, uh, but you know, now I have like a spicy yeah. line, you know, that's what, that's what podcasters do, you know, that's what gamers do, so to go to the gamer realm, we have yeah. to have like a line, you know, like, the squishy one, it's Tim, I mean, I don't know, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> You're going be fat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> jeez yeah anyway hello yeah it's good to be Hi, here Tim. it's good to be How here are you, buddy um i'm all right i'm all right i'm definitely much better this week um uh i'm for, for those of you notice we did take uh we did take a gap week uh last week um mainly because it was it was a bit of a dry week wasn't it in terms of news it was right? dry there, yeah there, there wasn't too much um, so that was partly the reason. And also I was, uh, I was pretty bedridden, um, most of, um, towards the end of not, uh, towards the end of the week before last, um, yeah, I had a cold, uh, not coronavirus, just had a bad cold. Um, and then I got hit by, uh, like this stomach bug that's been going around, mm. which I hear is actually called like norovirus or something. Oh, like, norovirus. Like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they're calling it. So I, I guess I. I mean, that. that's not a new. Norovirus isn't a new thing. Oh, is it not? No, no, no. Oh, okay, I but it's just a really bad. bad like a, yeah, like, it's like just a bad. Yeah. Bug, you know? I just, I just assumed it was something like piggybacking off. It does of sound similar, but yeah. um, yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. So I had that. So it was a bit of a double whammy. My immune system kind of got savagely beaten. Mm. Um, and uh, and yeah, so I kind of just you know we just decided to take um you know, give me a week to recover and just have a chill week. And, you know, news was fairly dry anyway. Um, but apart from that, you know, I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm back to normal. Um, and yeah. I mean, I don't, I like, yeah. the only thing that really like happened last week was the, um was that thing that Xbox did, that marketing thing. I don't know if you saw it, The it was like a music video. Um, and they did like a remix of the song, I swear. But it was like, and the same band from the 90s you know the songs like and i swear yeah that one but instead of that yeah. i don't think i saw that oh it's it's great that would have cheered you up that would have cured you on the spot of the virus yeah um yeah i don't know how i missed that and it but instead of it's like it's all there and it's like a games pass ad and it's the same band it's all for one um it's hilarious oh, okay cool. it's really funny um all nice. right yeah it's just c- continuing to kill it in the marketing department but yeah um, yeah they really <laughs> are. they really have stepped up their um, their their marketing Um, I mean it couldn't have got much worse you know back from 2013 onwards yeah. it was just dreadful wasn't it they, so yeah. I mean, anything's an improvement over that but. they just yeah yeah whatever I, I feel like in particular the last few years they've just been very much like on the pulse like I think Phil being the face and of stuff and doing interviews has been good but they've like the marketing team on Twitter and stuff has very much they've just been like yeah the this, this social it. media is really good yeah yeah it's, it's, it's as really as well. it's really witty and funny and it's yeah, just quite um, creative they're just so informative creative. yeah 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 exactly um, yeah we definitely they probably made a, a clean out or just you know to- told the social media team just to take it in a new direction well, we, and just have fun with it we, we reported on it um, a while back the um it was the marketing exec the marketing team's been like rehauled over the last like three or four years and i think back in maybe episode four or something. We said it was like the marketing one of the marketing leads from Netflix had come over to Xbox as the new lead. Um or like one of the senior boys. Anyway, that seems to have all of that seems to have made obviously a big difference. Um Yeah, for sure. But yeah, wicked. Um 100%. so I mean it for anyone else out there, you know, we're at that time of the year where it starts to get a bit spicy, the weather starts to get a bit hot. Um, so and here in the UK we um, you know, we don't really like anything at all. <laughs> you know, we don't like the cold weather and the rain. But then the thing is, it gets really hot, and then we don't like that either. So we're currently at the peak of it being really hot. I think it's this is probably meant to be the hottest weekend of the year. So um it's 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 rough. It's hard out here, man. It's hard. Yeah, it's tough. Do you? We're the we the classic British stereotype. You know, where we always want hot weather and we complain when it finally gets it. Yeah. You know? Oh, I know. I know Classic i'm absolutely that guy like do you do you this is kind of interesting to me do you get like hot weather gamer guilt i get hot weather. Hot, hot weather oh, i get boy. hot weather gamer yeah, guilt. yeah for sure <laughs> yeah what, what what when you mean you're just sitting indoors with the blinds shut so you don't have screen glare and you're just like yeah i feel like i, I should, should, be, I, should be yeah, like yeah. I should be enjoying that yeah like it's getting a melatonin yeah I definitely get that, but then I was also uh, played cricket all day yesterday, so I'm quite happy having some gamer guilt, um, guilt free. Yeah. say, today. Yeah, but you get um, quite. I am. You get out like for dog walking and like yeah, you do outdoor sports, whereas I do indoor mm-hmm. sports. So, and, and I don't have a dog. I have rabbits who don't require walking. So you can whack at least. We've tried. They, they <laughs> just won't. They won't stand for it. I'm too picky. Oh God. Fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I guess I do get out um, fairly regularly. Uh, obviously, my job, um, in you know, is me staying inside just on a computer, um, like most people these days. To, to be fair, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I mean, like today I went out on a dog walk just for this podcast, and just, just dro- my t-shirt was just soaked with sweat. Yeah, and I'm not exactly an, an unhealthy guy. It's just that hot. It's just that bad. Like yeah. it's like it's like th- it's like thirty degrees, and there's no breeze. I'm literally looking out my window right now, and the trees are just at uh, a standstill. Like there's just no breeze, so it's just dead heat. Um, and yeah, playing cr- playing cricket in this yesterday was uh, was quite the the, the fitness test. Quite so the experience I... really really was. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's zero shade. There's zero shade on a cricket field. It is just pure sun. And you're just baking in it for like, for like six hours. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's good fun though. So yeah, that's Can't good. Complain. That's good. So, I mean, there is that. Um. And I mean, what, what uh, hot weather game of guilt have you had this week? What HWGGs have you had this week? What games have you been playing? Um. Well, I mean, the standard. The standard. Apex, of course. Standard. Yeah, we've been, uh, we've been, we, we're trying to get that that late season grind uh, for season ten starts. Um, obviously, listeners of the podcast will know we play Apex um, religiously, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much every day, right? You know, yeah. it is, it's an addictive two shooter. So, yeah. Uh, addictively, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. We don't even enjoy it. We're like screaming <laughs> at the TV half the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that and um, when I was when I was sick and a little bit under, I did uh, I did actually boot up a uh, Monster Train and played that for a couple hours. Oh, nice! Um, before I got a headache and had to bury my head uh, to yeah. a pillow. Um, but yeah, it was actually really it was really cool. I actually really enjoyed mm. it. Um, I'm glad you gave it a go. Did maybe f- four runs on it. Yeah. Um, and um, I I lost to the the guy with the wings. Yeah, he's a bastard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, has so much health. He fucked me up like three, three times. Yeah, I just couldn't. And then he just kept battering my thing at the top. And I was like, stop. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't I I can't stop you. This is it. Um and then obviously like you said, when a boss like clears out your floor, he he locks that floor off you. Yeah. So you can't you can't use it anymore. So yeah, eventually he just he was just battering my uh my heart in. And the game was like, Oh, you can fast forward this by the way. You know, so you die quicker. And I was like, great. The game's literally <laughs> telling me to commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fantastic. Just start again. Um, I mean, you're not looking hard. Yeah. Um. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good fun. I actually really enjoyed it. And I know what you mean with the fact, you know, I'm a, we're big uh, Slate the Spire fans. Um, and we also play stuff like Half Zone and everything in the past. Mm. It does have enough differences to, to separate itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and it's pretty cool. I haven't unlocked any like new clans or or whatever they're called, which you can like have two of. Uh, so I've still got like the green boys and the red boys. Um, but you can, but yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. You can choose like which way round you want them. I don't know if you did that because you choose yeah. one as the primary, yeah, one as can, the secondary, yeah. and yeah, that changes like your hero, and um, your hero card. Or yeah, like that. I I just. I just kept the demons, the red ones, and then had the the backup green boys. Uh my I went oh, the other yeah, way around. My my oh, first okay. one I tried yet, My first so. run was Demon Boy, and then I was like, "Let's give it this one, Because like the green ones a bit more defensive, and like the green one, the dude you get is like yeah. big chunky fella who like is yeah. I think he has perks around getting healed. Like if like you know depending how you evolve them, like one of them is like if you heal them, it mm. just does twenty flat damage to the whole floor. Um, another one is like, if you heal them, they get spikes or something. So, you know, when they take damage, it reflects some back, um, or thorns. Yeah. you know, you um, And then you just stack like hench boys oh, yeah, behind cool. them. Um, which I thought was just cool. But yeah, I'm glad you gave it a go. Cause it is, yeah. I think it's, it that's is a cool. really cool game. So I'm all for signal boosting that one yeah no it is yeah it is good Um, I mean yeah mainly on your recommendation and then also I just checked out Xbox Rewards and it was like the best game yeah an achievement and on, on a Games Pass game um, the best game <laughs> so I was just like fuck it's, it, it's the it. best exclusive yeah. honestly Microsoft Rewards yeah I mean, it does it, it, it did give me that, that little nudge uh, just to play a game yeah. you know because I was just like oh I'll just watch YouTube and then I was like I could play something chill I remember you saying Monster Train is really good and then yeah i looked at my weekly thing and it was just like get like three achievements on a games pass game mm. and monster trainers on games pass so i was like click press a yeah. <laughs> so yeah i just i just went um nice. and yeah it was, it was it was good fun i definitely need to give it more of a go um, you know when you guys are online and i'm just alone or something it's a, it's um, a good xcloud game i think you can use there's touch controls yeah, so you don't sure. even need a, a peripheral you can just play on your phone oh that's cool i'm pretty sure um it is a shame it's not it's definitely a game i i i would guarantee i would have sunk quite a lot of hours into it if i could play it on my switch Mm. um unfortunately it's not which kind of bums me out um maybe they have plans to go i'm sure it It will it seems like a game that will benefit yeah it's exclusive at the moment but these Um, sorts of things very rarely are permanent are they i'm sure it will at some point yeah yeah um but yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, so yeah, just uh, a little bit of monster train while I was all sicky. Mm. Um, good, good. And again. then once I, uh, once I got my gamer energy back and chugged me some G fuel, I went back onto Apex, yeah, back like ranked. the drug addict. Back like into ranked, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Yeah. So, awesome. Um, uh, what about what, what about you, my dear? Awesome. I um, I haven't touched anything new other than than Mass Effect. I'm still chugging along with Mass Effect three. Um, Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm just, um, I just think the series is so good. I'm, I'm so glad I, um, I did get, go back to try it. And I know there's been like a bit of backlash with like EA, like recycling, um, like we're doing remakes because there's like, you know, there's been speculation they might be doing a Dead Space remake. Um, for the trilogy, I know I never played Dead Space, so honestly, I wouldn't care. But obviously, people have been saying like, "Oh, they can't make any good new games; if they're just you know remaking old ones." But honestly, the Legendary Edition from Mass Effect is really good. You know, I'm playing the third one, and it looks pretty good for its age. Um, all the animations are slick. It's yeah. locked at sixty. You know, really no complaints from me. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just fucking good, man. I'm just—it's one of those games that you can tell this is like a nine or a ten out of ten game. It's just there's a lot, and this game is a lot bigger. I found there's a lot more of it um uh yeah. yeah just all the right all the writing is just so good and i'm like it really makes me i can't think of another like sci-fi epic game that i've played that hits quite as well in terms of like going to different locales and like exploring the galaxy um i know mm. the only thing that comes to mind is like destiny but like it was very restricted in like the planets like it all looks beautiful but yeah you know, there's like five low like Play, like uh, biomes and that's kind of it and they look great but there's five and mass effect you know it's like hundreds um yeah and that that's part of like always what made me excited for starfield even before i played mass effect so yeah um loving it um wish i hadn't killed garris hadn't died still but i got to play with rekt again recently <laughs> so that made me really happy it makes my heart skip a beat when i get to see my boy um yeah but yeah, it's just it's just so well written, man. It's just so good. So yeah, I'm, I'm loving, I'm still loving that. But that, that's that's really it for me. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, did we we went over the the trilogy a bit? It is it just a trilogy, or does it come with And Andromeda as well? Doesn't doesn't come with Andromeda. Just a trilogy, yeah. Doesn't. So okay. third- did you did you pick up um, Andromeda when it was like three four quid? No. Okay, because I, I, I think you, it's on game time, like a resurgence. Yeah, I heard like a resurgence in that game where people are coming back to it, and it's you know, obviously, it's had patches after its launch. And I think I don't know if they gave it a frame boost or something, I can't remember, but I heard a little bit of a resurgence of people just being like, you know, it's not actually as bad as we perceived it to be, you know, when it first came out. Um, as I is think usually the case, very heavily. Yeah, I think people were very heavily critical on it because it was just Mass Effect, right? Yeah. It just carries such a weight to it because of its um, its predecessors. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really don't think it was quite as bad as people thought. But I, I was quite interested in that game. I mean, I, I played Mass Effect 1, didn't play 2 or 3, but I was quite interested in Andromeda and the really negative response it got um, made me never give, give it a go. Mm. So, um, yeah. It always looked it always looked pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've heard the same, actually. I've heard that um, more people are going back to it. I know it's on xCloud at the moment. I have been thinking about it um, because I've been like looking to play Mass, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition um, on xCloud, but it's not there. So when I type Mass Effect, only Andromeda pops up I'm like, oh, damn it. Um, but, I mean, maybe I'll go into it someday. I've had a couple of people recommend it to me and say like, I, should, I should give it a go because it's, it's quite good. And obviously all of the bugs and stuff has been ironed out by now. Uh, I I don't know if I will. Maybe, maybe some point I might give it a go, but it's just time, <laughs> time, and you know, yeah, you know it's going to be worse than two and three. So it's just I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not opposed. Plus, to I it. think it's this. I think it's kind of the the biggest one as well in terms of free roam and mm. you know, uh, the expanse of it. Um, I mean, I think every Mass Effect kind of get to a bit bigger yeah it it does with every single one uh and it just expands the horizons just just that little bit more yeah um which most rpg sequels tend to do like with fallout 3 and 4 and everything like that like 4 or you got the dialogue a bit uh in fallout 4 but the, the world was far more expansive than 3 yeah uh and new vegas so um yeah but yeah it's okay cool it's um, two and two and three are such a step up from one. I think I said this before, but like one is like I gave Mass Effect one like an eight out of ten, yeah, and the other two are like nines and tens. Like Mass Effect two is amazing, and three is really really good so far. I know people take, have a problem with the ending, but I, I'm not there yet, so i will see when that see yeah. what happens. Um, yeah. But like I can't see it spoiling the rest of the game that I've had so far. Like regardless, and the whole premise of two is just very cool. It's just like the whole thing is. You're like, you're just recruiting for a war, and like you're just going across the galaxy, like picking up like badasses across like the specialists, and it's just it's just cool. It's like you're assembling the Avengers, um, and you're just meeting all these people, and then you get to choose like which of the ones you want to go with you. And like the ending, you pick different people to do different things, and if you put them in the right place, they survive; in the wrong place, they don't. Things like that. So, you know, I think two is gonna it's like the best in terms of the simplicity, but like how effective it is. For just being a vehicle to carry a game. So go and meet these cool characters who are like are really good in combat and X, Y, and Z and obviously they have their own abilities and stuff as well. So yeah. But that that's been me. Um, cool. still loving it. Still loving it. Nice. Nice. Awesome. I um I wanted to touch on for this week, um, how much of a banger month this is for Xbox. Um this is this is what gamers game is called. A banger month. Um, so what we've got coming up this, we've got the ascent, four player top down twin six shooter ARPG, loot kind of game, um, cyberpunk. Yeah, uh, looks amazing by Neon Giant Twelve Developers. Um, we've got Omno as well, which is has we we've been seeing it teased for a while, um, but it's kind of like this action adventure like mystery game. It looks it looks really good. It's got like platforming elements and. It's just some dude that's surfing around on a on like a staff and he teleports around with it. It's hard to explain. It looks cool. Go watch the trailer. Omno. Um, and all of these games are like first on Xbox. I like as as of right now, they're exclusive to Xbox. Apart from Death's Door, which is a full exclusive. Not time. Oh, that looks cool. a full exclusive. Unfortunately, not yeah. Games Pass at launch. Um, but it is a full exclusive, and yeah, it looks amazing. Um, Death's Door. Um, mm. Very like yeah. Hades, Dark Souls vibes from it, like a kind of a mix of the two. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. And that's all in the second half of this month. And then at the end of August, we've got Song of Iron as well. I don't know if you remember seeing that. That's made by one dude, and it's like um, sort of a semi-realistic side scroller. And you play as a Viking, and it's very like heavy and quite gory. Mm. Um, that looks. As- I think cool. I did. I think I do remember seeing it briefly. Yeah. Yeah. So, although that's not this month, it's still you know. Just around the corner and then obviously Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming out this month as well not an indie but um Woo. and I've you know I've been saying for a while that I think July is kind of the the dam is starting to crack you know in terms of what what um Xbox has been working on for years and the the first part not just the first party catalog but you know the partnerships and stuff um because we know there's like, you know, there's like a game, a big game a month coming out for the next six months that's been like part of their marketing campaign. It's, you know, Flight Simulator. I think next month is Psychonaut. And then obviously November is, um, what's it called, Forza. And then Halo December. And there's some other stuff in there that I'm forgetting. But yeah, you catch my drift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, um, I was excited. I'm, I'm ready to sort of try, try one of these games. I could go for like a little like eight hour game. It's just something fresh at the moment. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's it's hard to get it's hard to pin kind of what the how big the ascent is gonna be, Mm. isn't it? Like it's kinda hard to tell if it's gonna be a fun little eight to ten hours, like cool loot and like just like a big power spike, you feel cool and you complete the game like quite quickly with with your friends. Or if it will actually be quite expansive, quite replayable, Mm. um, quite deep um it's it's quite hard to tell i mean it's not it's not a full price game is it so like i think if you wanted to get it um so i imagine it's like 30 quid or something yeah right it is games past though the um yeah yeah it is games pass yeah yeah um so yeah it is quite hard to pin down what that's going to be but i think you know bottom line regardless of its length i think it will be fun um and it does it does look pretty 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 cool uh both artistically um and and yeah it's gorgeous it does look quite cool yeah i am um, I, I can't see it being like it's still an indie game you know i think it will be a kind of one and done but that's not to say the experience still won't be good um mm-hmm. but yeah I'm, I'm not expecting it to sort of take over the next you know t- month of my life in terms of being playable but i'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited to try no, it because it looks yeah. good man um, and it's very unique I haven't played anything like that in a while either I know like Twin Six Shooter usually isn't my cup of tea but it has all those elements of like you know the abilities and the progressions and the levelling up the loo and all of that so um, I think there's enough in there to make it kind of stand out uh, make it interesting yeah for sure Am I boring so, you? The sun's really taken out. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just I went out like a two hour walk before this, and I'm pretty exhausted. I'm gonna, the sun just saps at your energy. I'm going to clip those 15 seconds and send it to Neon Gina. This is what he thinks of your no. bloody game. <laughs> Please don't. Well, to be fair, I, I'm a little bit more hyped for, for, for Death's Door over The Assassin. Death's Door does, look, does look hot. But Death's Door is in co op, so. I want to play with my buds, and the team is bigger than twelve people, so yeah, nice variety, yeah, for sure, exactly. But the uh, yeah, the the ascent has co op going for it, so yeah, uh, that looks cool for sure, for sure. I um, I wanted to I wanted to mention this. Um, I know we talked about the Xbox Twitter account earlier, just because I I was considering skipping over it, but it's just it's just so fucking funny that I just can't not mention it. I know you don't go on Twitter. I usually don't go on Twitter much, but I like only have been because of, of our. Twitter account, which by the way follow, yeah, follow, likes, yeah, subscribe, it's shit heart, shit <laughs> heart I mean. it's amazing, <laughs> absolutely amazing. So get, you know, do that, but also, um, whenever that Xbox, anybody actually from Xbox, so like not just the official account, not just the Games Pass account, anybody, even if it's like you know a programmer, just anybody. There's always, without fail, it's more consistent than death or taxes that someone will be in the comments saying PS5 is better. Just that. PS5 is better. Yeah. that That's just his it's job. It's so yeah. weird. He, 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 wake, he wakes up every day and that is, <laughs> his, that's, that, my that's what he wants to yeah. achieve. That's what I need to achieve in my life. Yeah. yeah. And then he just goes back to bed. That's yeah. I, He's done. It's just the weirdest shit. Like, it's almost like it must... Maybe it's a yeah. bot. Like Maybe it is just a bot and I'm getting wound up for no reason. But, like, it's just... It's so weird. Why? Like some people just say, like, oh, "I had such a good week at work. So sunny. My, you know, my team was so supportive. I worked with amazing people." Piers <laughs> off It's like, What are you talking about? I know. Yeah, it's so it's so unnecessary. I mean, you'd like you'd like to think it's a bot, but let's be honest, it probably it, it isn't. probably isn't. Um, it's it's probably just some dude that has notifications turned on for all the Xbox tweets, yeah. and then. Just <laughs> just has that always on his clipboard so he's just always just pastes it and goes yeah uh yeah it's an any anyway, cool guy yeah woman. and the um and the xbox twitter account just replied you know to the people in our reply saying ps5 is better the console is the one you enjoy playing you have fun so it's just this kind of like kill them with kindness but i just wanted to mention it because it's just like who yeah. like the sort of person that just sits on twitter like is five is better or even you know the opposite you know if someone was to go on a Sony post about Xbox space like what are you doing go and go and have fun stop yeah stop that get some help yeah exactly yeah and <laughs> and the um yeah the, the comment is so true it, it, it literally is just fucking sharp. you know if you go home after a hard day's work boot up whatever fucking console you want whichever one you're enjoying. That's it. You know, That's it. Some people have both consoles. Mm. Some people will enjoy playing Spider Man on Monday. Some people will enjoy playing. Um, I'm struggling to think of an Xbox One. I know <laughs> Gears Five on Tuesday. Death Store. You know, like, Flight really just, Simulator. Exactly. It's just it's the it's the best. You know, whatever console you're playing is the best one. Yeah, man. Keep it wholesome, guys. Couldn't agree more. Keep it wholesome. I know it's hot. I know crime yeah. rates go up. When it's hot, I know domestic abuse is forty percent more likely when England loses. Um, you know, but it's you know, it's not coming home. Take it easy. It's not coming home. It's not coming home. Yeah, the not, cops are coming home. It's not coming the home. The police are coming to your door for domestic abuse. Yeah,
1: don't hit the people because you're, your home. because your
0: team lost. <laughs> that might be a political it's comment, not, actually. Yeah. You know, maybe I should keep my hands off that. You know, but don't beat people up when your team lose. <laughs> Yeah, you can beat people up for any <laughs> yeah, kind of valid personal reason, but not mm. just not through football. Constantly. Yeah, somebody grabs the last like loaf of white bread on the store, take them out. I'll KO yeah, them into the shelves, wipe them out. Yeah. or in or in more recent times with the with the heat wave, I feel like if someone grabbed like the the last pack of Magnums or something. Mm. I think I would shoot yeah. him with a magnum. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think I'd pull out a 44 magnum, yeah. the loudest gun on the planet, and blow his head off. Thanks. <laughs> Killed by death by magnum. Yeah, so that's yeah. that. Trolls online and in real life. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Coming on to our first party segment. I love being able to have a first party segment, Joe. You know I, I really enjoy that. We didn't have one last week, but now, you know, it's good. because, you know, Xbox first party is just huge. Yeah. This is a thing now. We're going to have a first party I've segment. I've done there. it before. I just try and organize it. I don't usually announce it, you know, but, you know, I try and organize it so that the first party. stuff to. is first. Yeah? We a jingle. announce it with, like, airspace. <laughs> the first party segment. but da but Yeah. You're, you're was shit bad. hot with the, with the editing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd fling some confetti at the screen when we say first party. Second. Yeah, I'll play the um, Grunt birthday party. The... No. Oh, yeah, that's a good shout yeah. yeah, That'd be great. So, anyway. First off for the first party. <laughs> um, Avalanche, so we want to Avalanche. They're co-developing Contraband with Xbox. We saw it this year. Wow, what a lovely trailer. Don't know what the fuck the game is. <laughs> Don't need that. Yeah. Um, there was recently um, a big uh, interview with the team over at Avalanche to talk about the relationship um, with Xbox, um, and it was just pretty nice. So I'm just going to read you like the final quote here at the bottom. That you know they said we've got a great relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the stuff that they're going to say, of course. However, they speak about Games Pass, which is always interesting to hear about how developers feel about Games Pass because, of course, there was a lot of fud, uh, you know, fear, uncertainty, and um, what does it even do mean? Very uncertainty. Uh, um, uh, disinformation, bang, um, around Game Pass and like the type of games that it's going to make. You know, it's like, oh, it's going to kill the industry. You know, people are just going to make live service games. And I mean, I know this one probably will be a live service game. But anyway, this is what they said. Xbox Games Pass made Xbox a way more important platform than we ever initially thought. Games Pass has been really great for us, especially if we look at our self-published title. The Hunter, Core of the World, helped us prove our service model Xbox Games Pass was fantastic because we were able to reach so many players. It's a good way for people to try the game. And since we have such a massive DLC catalog for that title with over 20 DLCs, it's a beautiful way of getting people in. Getting engaged and showing that it's a stellar game, then people are really tempted to buy more. So the business model really works to our advantage. So obviously like, their take is that the previous live service game they've used, they found that Games Pass was a good way to keep that barrier to entry low. Um, you know, it's not immensely yeah. surprising, but I think it's sometimes a lot of the public can react in a funny can like get offended on devs' behalf. Oh, they're going to mandate and force that you yeah. make live service games, which, you know, they've said before that they don't mandate that anybody makes any type of game. They're very, they pretty much just write blank checks and say, go make a good game. And if the developer wants to make a live mm-hmm. service game, they'll bloody well go and do it. So, yeah, it's just, it, it, it's reassuring, I would say, to hear this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. And it it just, like you said, it just increases everyone's faith in Games Pass, right? Mm. Um, r- regardless of what kind of game you're making, live service or not, it just it just leaves a, a good taste in their mouth. You know, like they they're much more supportive over it, and they're you know they'll be much more willing to take a risk and um, make something that's different. You know, not a live service game, but put it on Games Pass because it just you know the the positive outlook they now have on it mm. um and the outreach of games pass at this point is just ridiculous like it's just it's 99 of of all xbox players mm. right um and now even pc you know with with games pass ultimate and stuff like that you know like it's just it's crazy like yeah it's the attach yeah. rate is is really high. I, don't, I can't remember the number exactly, but it is, it is high um, for Games Pass, which is, it must like, be why would you high. not? Like, yeah. you know, uh, I know some people have problems with, like, ownership and they want to make sure they own their games in case there's a solar flare directed by the government, you know, to take out the Xbox network, like, yeah. Um, but that's not really, most people aren't concerned about that and so just have Games Pass because it's a good deal. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been, like, loads of devs on, on, like, social media who have, like, been, like, praise the amount that Games Pass has uh, allowed them to sell their game, essentially. And actually, this this comes hand quite nicely hand-in-hand hand, with some news that happened the other week. because so we never spoke about it. I think either we missed it or it was between episodes or something. But there was, like, a big... There was a load of devs that were, like, speaking about how badly... Indie devs were talking about how badly they feel that they're treated on um, a certain store of a certain other... Console manufacturer whose house colours might be blue. Steve. So you... oh. <laughs> <sighs> Steve's blue. So, right? so, so grey. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah, not Nintendo. Even though that wouldn't surprise me either. And anyway, so like one of these devs was like, yeah, it's they're there. they're scared. They're usually quite scared to speak about it because they don't want to be put on like a blacklist. And this guy, you know, basically said, "It's like you know, mm-hmm. it's been fuck it. It's been so infuriating that I'm willing to burn bridges over it now." And he said, like, this is what happens, you know, they require you to pay, like, 20, what was it? It was, like, 25 grand to get listed on the storefront. And, like, they were getting frustrated by um, the fact that their games were never advertised, whereas on other platforms, indie games for, like, the week they launch are put on the storefront and centre. And they get charged 25 grand to put to, like, they get charged to have to put it on the store. And, um, And they also said... So it's 25 grand... And their game is just, it's buried, just... Yeah, exactly. Like, deep within the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And, and you might think, oh, well, surely that doesn't make a huge difference. But then, like, a lot of the... Because, like, six or seven more devs chimed in and they were like, yeah, we've had exactly the same experience. And they shared, like, data and stats and they showed, like, a pie chart of, like, the sales that their game got. And bear in mind, PlayStation has far and away the biggest installed base. Like, double of what Xbox has. And maybe 1.5 to 1.8 of what Switch has. Um, out in the wild so they should be selling more but they're not they're selling less than what is on Xbox like and the pie chart was like you know two thirds um, you know maybe like what was it it was like maybe 40% Xbox 40% Switch and then 20% PlayStation and some games were like hardly yeah, yeah, yeah. had any like there's like there's a tiny sliver of it you know on, on PlayStation which like that just shouldn't be happening on um, and they said that like yeah. it's very difficult like the whole process of getting like certified and stuff is very difficult as well but you know So I just, it's worth mentioning because um, that's obviously something that Xbox have been very, at the beginning of the gen, PlayStation were thought of of being very indie friendly. Um, And Xbox had that whole thing with like the required like certification for like every update kind of thing. Do you remember this? And like there was a big blowback for Xbox to take that away so they didn't need to do all this like um, unnecessary Yeah. Yeah, accreditation and stuff um, for updates to go through, which they did away with. But now, like, it seems like the tides are kind of turning with that again and people are getting a bit pissed off that PlayStation are just... And this is the thing, because, you know, it kind of falls in line with PlayStation's brand, that it's just we sell our console with our blockbuster games. So they just have their own first-party titles dominating the storefront. And I know maybe you could make the argument that Xbox has to lean into Indies a bit more because their first party has been lacking. Uh, but i mean we'll see you know as it as it mm-hmm. develops we'll see you know we, even like this month you know we've got Microsoft Flight Simulator and many indies coming up but Games Pass changes that you know it, it, they have to kind of market the games within that otherwise people aren't going to subscribe they're not going to see it so yeah bring it up do you have yeah for sure man yeah it sounds uh yeah it sounds like quite a toxic environment um trying to get a um a game especially being a small yeah small indie developer you know onto a platform to try and um outreach people um Mm. because yeah it's i mean from what i can tell finding new games or or anything like that is it's very easy to do on games pass i mean i know for a fact that like on the dashboard um front and center there's like a games pass um Like uh, there's always like a Games Pass icon, and I feel like that always has like the newest game or like the like the the games that came out on a weekly this week sort of thing, and it sort of rotates. Yeah, like what's new? Yeah, like yeah, exactly. But it's just on like a tiny little icon, but you can see like the image of the yeah, that's right background, their 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 art and logo. And it, you know, it's it's eye-catching and um, I feel like they rotate that out for all the new games and then, you know, once you click on the tile or go into Games Pass, it's really easy to just see new games. You know, this is what's been added this week. Like, there is literally a category for stuff added this week and then there's stuff that's just new in general, you know, like over the month and it's it's very easy to find, um, yeah, to find these, these sort of games. Um, I mean, I'm not too certain on the UI of how uh, the playstation store does theirs no, um either. but clearly it's not nearly as um intuitive as as that yeah so yeah yeah definitely yeah. And, and you know this this is you know should be said that this might be a, like a very small focus group of people who are pissed off and have just been rubbed the wrong way maybe the rest of the other indie devs are having a cracking time and it's really no problem but you know it's worth bringing up because it was it was a number of devs like jumped in and said yeah like we've had a dreadful experience like nobody's seeing our game nobody's buying it you know and it's it's damaging our profits and if we want to get on the storefront we've got to play 25k to get there um and like i think some other devs have said like you know each service has their own pros and cons of trying to like get you know it's not like every it's the easiest process for everyone but this seems to be particularly egregious. but yeah mm. i wanted to go over it yeah that's a shame it's a shame to hear that yeah um Okay, back to the first party, uh, Back to the first party um, category. Um, Fallout seventy six, nice. <laughs> you know that first party game that Xbox owns, um, oh, wow. is huge. Last last week they brought out their newest DLC, their newest expansion. It's been received quite well. I I feel. I read a couple of previews and reviews, and a lot of people were saying like, now Fallout six is where it's at, where it should have been at for launch. Like it's actually it's performing well. There's a lot in there. It feels good. It plays well, you know. But specifically, like um, like with frame rate boost as well, you know, and all of that. Um, people say it's you know it's quite pretty now as well. And but anyway, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff going on. So, like, they were also speaking about this in like an interview for, as part of the expansion. They basically said they like, they've mapped out the next two years. So, you know, how gamers like to wish games are dead and say, "Oh, game's dead," people still play that. It, it's still going. You know, it's going to be going for another yeah. two years. So. I do, I do find that quite interesting, though, the the fact that they have mapped out the next two years. Because I mean, when did that game come out? 2018? Um, 2017? Yeah, it's a good question. I feel like it's been out for 20, a few years. Twenty eighteen, yeah, twenty eighteen sounds right. Yeah. I think twenty eighteen sounds right. So it's yeah, you know, it's 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 fairly. Uh, I don't want to say old, but it's it's been out there for a while. It's been pretty stale for a while. Um, but getting better, sure. No, like, it's had it's you know, had loads it's of clearly there, at its peak. Um, but I do I do find it interesting that they still even from this point mapped out two more years of content. Um, I mean I'm yeah. I, I'm always glad to see developers support their games. There's there's nothing worse than, um, you know, someone who bought this full price uh, and then just seeing it die. Right, like that just sucks. You kind of just mm. feel like what. Well, my money, <laughs> what happened to my money? Um, you know, we we had the same feeling yeah. when we did uh, when with Anthem, didn't we? We we all bought Anthem, oh, that's there the was so worst defender. There. yeah. We we played it a lot and we were like, there's some real potential here, and we always like genuinely talked about it on a regular basis for years saying like you know this game is you know they're working on it there's anthem 2.0 like i'm 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 willing to come back and give it a go i'll come back to it you know and we talked about that yeah we talked about that on a pretty regular basis and then they were just like it's dead no we don't want anthem 2.0 anymore we decided to just take a christmas bonus instead and we're just like, <laughs> yeah. our money? This game's just yeah. not existing anymore. My it's money. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? Um, yeah. In no other industry would that stuff happen. Yeah, it, it's, it's bonkers. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always preferable that the game keeps going, especially when there's something to it. Like, I, you know, I think conceptually, 4 76 has a lot going for it. I know people say that some people think it's like a horrible thing <laughs> because it doesn't have the same. Like you don't have like your in depth dialogue choices and the like the reactive environments and things like that to like your choices. But I'm like, yeah, okay, that's that's fair. But a lot of what Fallout is amazing at is the environmental storytelling and the atmosphere. And I think seventy six from what I've played, I have played it before, carry does carry that through. Um, and I mean it makes sense to have other people running mm-hmm. around from the same vault as you, like from a canon point of view. I think by the sounds of it, they probably need to sort yeah. out how to how they're managing the PvP the stuff, you know, with other people. i th- I've heard that's been kind of overhauled. Because um, that's always difficult to manage, you know. CC of thieves, you know, exhibit A. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, so it's it's, it's hard to do in mm. in all genres. The 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 PV, uh, the PvP inside of a, an MMO. Like I know that we played uh, ESO, and I felt like it was really janky in that mm. as well. Um, I feel like the best way to do it is to just have <laughs> select areas to go to. Like there were areas you could go to in ESO that were just like. You enter here and it's just a battleground for 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 PVP. No rules, no anything. You leave the area, you're back in PVE. Yeah, like when you try and combine it and blend the two worlds together, it's just a bit weird. Like you just find someone shooting you in the head like eighty times until you get so annoyed. Yeah, (laughs) then you retaliate back and then it becomes a proper fight. Yeah, it's just like I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah, I I don't know what the answer is, but like I think you see because like you do that thing where you like segregate it, but then I think you have very little people going to the. PvP, you know, like I don't know how it is for ESO, but like the only example I can think of is, is like Arenas and Sea of Thieves. That that mode died long ago. I don't like it I think it was this time last mm. year, maybe they said that they're not gonna do any updates for it anymore because the player count is like down in the five hundreds, you know, it's it's like nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. people would much rather just play the adventure mode and then but then also, you know, if you include the PvP with the PvE, do you get like yes, it should work. I think it I think it does work like a good majority of the time. You know, you have sort of the tension and Of being around another player, will they? Won't they? You know, it gives that opportunity to have like the social dynamics and like in-game chat and things like that. But it just it will get ruined by griefers. That's and that's the downside. Like griefers will just come in and you know, fourteen-year-old will come in and their enjoyment is literally just pissing you off. And so, if there's not a protective measure against that, which I don't even know how you would begin to start to do that, um, that can get quite annoying. I think, understandably. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It must be so hard to be on the team to to try and integrate the, that sort of thing into the game. All the guys do PVE, are just like, oh, this is cool. Look at this riddle we just made. Yeah. And these guys like sweating over a desk, just like, how do we stop the grief? Yeah. <laughs> um it can't be yeah, stopped. It, it's it's very it's very tough to to blend the two together. Um, I think Sea of Thieves did it very well. To be fair um i think it but we did we did have our fair share of annoying experiences as well yep. like it wasn't all uh sunshine and daisies yeah. um it was it, it was pretty annoying sometimes oh without doubt um i think they that it was also hilarious yeah sometimes yeah. so yeah you know i think cause i think the difficulty there with of thieves is like it works well in the sense that the game is very slow so like when you see a ship in the distance you have a lot of time to react to that um but then once you're engaged in the fight, it becomes really messy. And that's, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get into all of Sea of Thieves, but I've spoken about before how I, I think the combat in Sea of Thieves is just dreadful. Um, <laughs> it's, a bit of it's Yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel good and it's really limited. You know, it's, it's, it's a weakness of the game and that's just how it is, unfortunately. And then because they have this whole thing where you like spawn back in your ship, it's easy to just get, people can just kill you over and over again without sinking your ship. And you just are just wasting your time. And it's, at some point, like people have spoken about it before where it's like, if, it, if you've been killed or your ship sinks, you should transfer a server so that you can't just come back to the same team, or you should transfer out so you just can't be continuously griefed. Um, but, uh, you know, the yeah. strain I imagine that would put on the servers and how difficult that would be to code, you know, I'm not surprised they haven't done it. But, um, yeah, it's just there's always that give and take. Um, and, you know, and I know they've tried to mitigate it with like, because you can revive in Sea of Thieves now. I mean, you know that, don't you? We, we did the tool tales. Um, so, and that, I think, is that supposed to minimise it a little bit so you don't just die and you're waiting, but you have a bit of time for someone to come and revive you. But, yeah, mm. difficult to balance for sure. Which did help. Yeah, definitely. That did help. That was that was a, that was a nice addition, um, to be fair. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, you know, overall, I think, by the yeah. sounds of it, we're, we're both happy to see Fallout 76 here in a stride. And we, we keep saying we'll go back and give it another go. After. I've got it yeah. installed. Um, but, uh, and th- this is the second part of the story, actually, is that they're... They haven't got a next-gen upgrade on the roadmap, but it's something they are actively working on, so they don't have a date for us or anything, but they are working on it, and that's probably the point where I'll be like, okay, I'll go just I'll a go now. Um, yeah, but they, they did they give it a frame boost, though, so it is locked at 60. It just doesn't have the the higher resolution. Bells and whistles, anything, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, which is still nice, you know. Um, locked at 60 will be great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've always said, you know, we've, we've been looking to get into a... Uh, uh, an mmo again or something to play with our friends um and you know we were always a toss-up between eso uh well we, we kind of wanted to go back to eso but i was always on the on the uh, bandwagon of just giving fallout 76 another go um because mm-hmm. i do feel like it's it's in a state where it could be really fun now yeah um uh, yeah, I, I, I think if I were to go to any MMO right now on the Xbox platform, it would probably be Fallout 76. I probably would as well. I probably would as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe in the future, yeah. maybe maybe we'll finally pull the trigger on that and we can uh, give you our, our insights <laughs> yeah. on it, on the show. Yeah, definitely. Watch this space. Cool. Mm. Next up in the first party, um, first party, party, first party, party pants, um, yeah. is... Um, Halo Infinite is confirmed to have a ping. I don't know if this was confirmed before. I don't think it was, but it was like mentioned in an interview just offhand. And you know, I think it was a bit of an oopsie moment, oopsie doops. Um, you know, the ping system just like, yeah. like Apex. Um, which is like fucking wow, one of the best evolutions in the genre, like kind of ever. Um, the ping system. Oh yeah. Um absolutely genius. I think it's one of those things where the only downside is that you can sometimes notice. That it's taking up an extra button. Like, for example, in Apex, you know, uh, grenades are mapped to up on the D-pad, which can be a bit awkward, and then you that brings up a selection wheel. It's not the end of the world and definitely doesn't outweigh the benefit of a ping system. But um yeah. you can sometimes tell that that's but other than that, you know, like I find do you find yourself doing this in other co-op games that we play? Like think, like your brain is like, I'll ping that, and then you can't, and you're like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah yeah 100 yeah, yeah. it's it's become a, a, a reliant like i feel like i need it in in every game yeah. where i'm playing with another player now um yeah it's it's insane like wh- when apex introduced the ping system it was just it was like re- it was revolutionary it was it was amazing yeah um and i feel like every fps or every co-op game rpg anything needs a ping system yeah be like hey there's there's this over here you know like diablo or three for example could could use that and just be like ping a legendary or something like that um yeah rather than it just being on your mini map it's yeah it's amazing and i'm i'm glad that um that halo infinite will be using it because no doubt it'll be very very helpful i think i think what is really good about it as well is that it's like it's not just um like a big part of it is that it's it's good to be able to use when you're playing with, like when there's pre-made matchmate, uh, not pre-made. You know, it's like um, you match made with with randos, and it's like of course that's good because you don't have to speak. Yeah. They know not people aren't speaking in game chat right, mostly. Right. Obviously, that's like a big benefit. But like also, even when you're going in with a pre-made, like when me and you and our mates play together, it's like vital. You know, call out to find me saying over here isn't as helpful as me being able to like literally point to like right where it is and you know yeah. it's what makes it so good is yeah, it's exactly. it, all the pings and stuff the way that they do Kong, comms in apex it's contextual so like if you ping that there's a voice line for your character to say oh there's an r301 here it's like oh there's a there's this here an open door you know it, you know all of these things have worked into like massaged into the, the ping system so um i hope hopefully they follow the same and yeah, you know, i've always been an advocate of this because it's like it just enhances your ability to be cooperative like really um yeah so you're having another limb oh yeah really. <laughs> game is what it feels like yeah. yeah yeah well if i were to play a game now like a, a competitive game that didn't have that yeah i'd i'd feel like a core part of the game was missing yeah. and i'd be like this feels weird like i don't like it it feels clunky yeah and it's just a ping system like the combat might be fantastic but i would feel like the game would be clunky just because it doesn't have that It just helps the game flow so much better. Um, Everyone's just always on the same page, you know. Like it just really helps with that. Um, So yeah, no, awesome. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, Okay, next up, Um, we've spoken about this before, but the coalition um, have. uh, We know that they said that they were taking a break to work on something new to sort of get used to Unreal Engine Five. So we know that Gear Six is a while off because they're just kind of going to get used to the tools and all the newness that, that um unreal engine 5 comes with that was kind of came from insiders and then that was kind of reinforced by the blog post that they put out they seem to imply that they were working on something new a linkedin page that went up um i think it was just yesterday um or in the last week whenever you're watching this um in, said that uh, one of the workers said that they were working on a, a new ip at gears so we've had like that's like kind of as close as you can get to official, without being official, confirmation that there's a new IP in development at, at the Coalition, which is obviously really exciting because I spoke about this in the early episodes of the show that I want them to work on something new. Um, my only reservation, it's not really reservation, but my only sort of talking point around this is that um, does new IP, is that going to mean something else in the Gears franchise? Because, mm. you know, for example, like Titanfall well you could claim so you can claim something like Apex as a UIP over time. exactly for the same universe but it is a new IP like you know you can have merchandise sold yeah. based on Apex and that won't be overlapping with Titanfall and same with Avowed, yeah. with what um Obsidian are making and the Pillars of Eternity universe um that is a new IP yeah. but it's the same universe i mean i'm not by no means up to scratch on any of the legality of this, but that's my understanding of it. Mm. So, you know, could we could this be a fully fledged Hivebusters spin off? I don't know, with that kind of new IP, I don't know. Could it be like an ODST style, you know, spin off of Gears, or is it just something completely new? That was just like kind of my talking point. Any, any sort of anything to add it's from the, the locust perspective? Oh, oh that'd be cool. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. I th- I think that would be kind of cool to to be honest. Yeah, being like a sort of uh, a, a high ranking or like a squad leader or a commander in in like the Locust Army, mm. and yeah, maybe just seeing it from their point, from the fact that, um, you know, because the co- I guess when general you play from the coalition's perspective, yeah, yeah, but like w- when you play from the coalition's perspective, it just seems like they just they're just here to murder and rape, right? <laughs> But like yeah. maybe they're not. Like maybe they have. Maybe they're fucking. They got here ages ago because their planet was screwed up, and you know they're just, you know they're just trying to. I guess still trying to take over, right? But they they have they have um a uh, a goal in mind, sort of thing, and it's not just savage. Well, isn't isn't I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool. Isn't the law just kind of that they were like humans? Exposed to emulsion, and then like they, they just want the I planet, think so yeah, they yeah, they're just battling for territory essentially. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I yeah, get it, it'd, it'd, it'd be cool if it'd be cool if they gave it a little bit more emotion and a bit more of a perspective from the locus side or something. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know, it's just an idea, yeah, just play it from from that. Um, yeah, but, I mean, but, yeah, I'm, I've, I've, I've got to be I've, honest, just, I would. I would probably prefer something totally new and original from the coalition. However, I'm not them doing something with, Oh me too. With the gears universe because the gears universe is, has so much dead space in it. Like I'm, um, as in there's so much unexplored, like what the fuck is Sarah? You no, know, that's the planet that the humans are. What is that? What, where's earth? Like what's, what's going on? Like none of this is ever yeah. explained. Like, and like the continent that you're on in Sarah is very specific. And we don't know what happened to the rest of the planet. Like, so like, what yeah. is, so like, a, it'd be kind of cool. What? <laughs> it'd be kind of cool just to see a whole whole prequel to how it all happened. Like, yeah. how this, like, emulsion outbreak happened and, like, the turning of uh, of everyone and how it just slowly all kind of went to shit. Well, that, you know, yeah. sort, sort, sort of like how The Walking Dead did there. You know, they did another series called uh, Fear the Walking Dead, didn't they? Where it was like a prequel to how everything happened and, ha- and how it got... Ha- yeah, it was, it was like, before it started, it was like, you know, from... Um, what do they call it ground zero or mm. patient zero or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. it was from that point and and how the world just like slowly got to the point where the walking dead happened um uh yeah so it was like it was like a a, a prequel to everything so it'd be kind of cool just to see how yeah yeah like the planet um the government how everything runs um all that kind of stuff, just just more lore and then how everything kind of went to shit and got to the point it was when you picked up with Marcus Phoenix in Gears mm. 1. Uh, that'd be cool. But then I also agree that seeing something completely new would be sick as well. Like, just ditch Gears. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like, the stuff that happened prior to Gears that we know of, like, in canon, it's like the Pendulum, they called it the Pendulum Wars and that was like, kind of a what was it? The Cog and who was the other faction? I can't remember. You know, it's, it's essentially two political like, government bodies were fighting over resources like oil, which was like, and that's how they discovered the They discovered the um, the locus and what was going on there, um, and there was shady government stuff going on down there anyway. But a lot of people have been saying that that would be a cool error to to revisit. But part of me is like, like yes, but also again, like that's like such a tiny sliver of like what's going on in the gears universe. Like what else is going on here? Yeah. like do we have interstellar travel it, why aren't we it... on earth like, i don't get it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah what yeah why did we leave earth and come here yeah um yeah and, and it would just be more of the same as well right it would, it would still be a very similar style shooter exactly you know, i imagine it, it sure the story is different the context is different but it would be more of the same so I do kind of agree that it'd, it'd be nice just to see a whole new universe, you know, a whole new genre. I'd like to see them step away from the shooter genre or at least take a different take on it. Yeah. Uh, make it first person or something like that. I mean... Um, rather than over the shoulder or just an RPG would be kind of Yeah, cool, you know, I, just, I, know. I, I would be so down. Da- like, I don't think they need to ditch the cover shooter because, I, frankly, I think they do the best cover shooters in the industry. Um, well, one of them but I'd like to see them not do a gears one where it's like really heavy and clunky and there's wall bouncing, you know, just make it like a standard cover shooter. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, an RPG taken it, maybe more mobility around it as well. Um, stuff like that. You know, I just think I like an evolution of like what they've been doing on gears is what I want to see them do. If they don't, if they don't want to do it in gears fine, you know, maybe this is their chance Like you know, evolve that. Um, cause they, they just do it really well. Hmm. But I don't want it feeling yeah, like Gears, sure. you know. So I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you there. I want it feeling like something new. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling it will be the same universe though, because Gears is a very expansive universe. Not much of it is covered, like you said. Uh, they they got a lot of room to to create something entirely mm-hmm. new, but still keep it in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a lot of work to come up with an entirely new concept, universe, law, all that, and build a game around it where they could just keep it in the same universe but just do something different. supposedly they were working on that IP before they got turned into the coalition that um that one that i think we've spoken about before and <clears throat> um, we saw like a trailer for it uh, um yeah. when they were when they used to be black Studios. i mean we don't know how far in development they were so even that might have just been proof of concept or whatever um but mm. at the same time you know while they are the gears studio at the same time they must be itching to like you know, try and do something new. There's no way they haven't played around with some other IPs. So who knows? And they're getting bigger, you know, they're getting yeah, bigger no, by the sure. year coalition. So they're gonna have other teams to be able to do it. So yeah, we'll see. It's exciting stuff. I think that team is really, really talented. So um I am excited to hear more about it. That should be like a twenty twenty three game, probably, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. The final bit of news for the bad, bad bad bad, first party party segment. It's, um, so, yes, <laughs> um, allegedly there's a Destiny two and a Halo crossover coming later this year. Now, take this with a huge pinch of salt because this was this came from like um, an unverified account on um, on uh, Reddit, but it just sounds kind of realistic. I could see this happening. You know, Xbox put Banjo on Smash. I I could see this, and this will be for this would be for a Halo anniversary, obviously. Um, it'll be Halo's twentieth anniversary, and Xbox is obviously both of them at the end of the year. Um, so it wouldn't, this wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all. Um, but if it is true, allegedly, you know, there's a couple of exotic weapons coming through uh, to Destiny, such as you know, sniper rifle, gravity hammer, and a couple of other t- uh, armor sets. So the Titan would get a Reach Spartan, the Warlock would be the Arbiter, and Hunter would be an ODST set. So um, I just think that Xbox are far and away being the most playful um, like producer in the, in the industry at the moment, like doing this sort of stuff. And I, I know it must be complicated with IP rights and stuff, but I'm I'm happy to see them not being scared to do this because um, it's fun, man. It's just really, it's just really fun. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, just, just looking at this, I feel like that, that's a, yeah, that's a really fun idea. Um, I'd, I'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, personally. And, um, and like you said, yeah, A- A- Xbox do like having fun with this sort of thing. Um, so, but obviously it's, you know, it's quite hard to, uh, to actually predict whether that's going to happen, but I'm, I'm well on board. Yeah. Like it sounds pretty cool, man. I'm there. I'm there. If it happens, um, I'm there. Yeah. I'd like to see it. It's like the, um, I mean, I know that it's, this is different because it's like first party to first pie, but they did the, um, the Halo mission in Forza Horizon 4. Um, I've been trying to find it for ages, but you need to be in like oh, a particular yeah. season. Yeah. It needs to be summer specifically, which you can like do. To, but um, yeah, they they like doing this sort of stuff. So. Yeah, and obviously, Sea of Thieves do a load of um, yeah. different sales and promotional stuff for in their ships. They've done like gears stuff. Um, they, yeah. and they just did the Pirates of the Caribbean. I've yeah. seen the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, cool. I would love to see that. Yeah, nice. Uh, next up. Um, Dark Souls 3 got frame rate boost. It's a bit weird, kind of out of nowhere, just by itself. um Just Dark Souls 3 got frame rate boost. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <coughs> Bless you, man. Bless you, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Goodness>. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I did it away from the mic. Hopefully, it didn't blow around. Yeah, all it's well. got blown out. That's fine. Um, uh... Yeah, yeah. Um, Dark Souls 3 It's got... cool. That's nice. I always felt like Dark Souls three was quite smooth. Anyway, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Dark Souls at points. I remember it dropping. Uh... Dark Souls. They were always quite bad for frame rate. Um, they were like thirty, and they dropped beneath. Um, I mean, it was, don't get me wrong. It's better than like Dark Souls one. Blight Town. Everybody knows about bloody Blight Town. Um... oh, Blight Town. <laughs> More like Frame Jesus. Town. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good Thanks. one. Um, nice. But it was so this was it was a weird thing because it was leaked Xbox Italy like put it out on their Instagram like a few hours like just out of nowhere and everyone was like hello. So is there a new batch of FPS <laughs> games coming? And then like a couple of hours later they you know they said it officially. So I, I'm curious if there is like a batch that's meant to come out and this one just leaked early. So they were just like, oh, it's all. If this is just one they've been working on because apparently this one required a different technique and it was quite challenging. So maybe they were just working on. You they're know, different technique to use for different types of games and this was just the first success that they've had doing it. So um mm. yeah, I mean maybe maybe Either way. yeah, maybe we're expecting a new batch, maybe we're not, who knows? Mm. Yeah. Either way, yeah. Either way. It's cool. Um there there's a graphic. Um maybe if I'm feeling generous I'll put it on screen for the viewers. Um but obviously if you're listening via audio I can't do that to you yeah. you know we're not the technology isn't yet there yet for me to feed a picture through your ear and into your brain <laughs> um but I'll, as soon as i as soon as i figure it out i'll, I'll be doing it but there's a graphic that's been thrown around a, yeah there's a graphic that's been thrown around in the past by xbox um when they've spoken about XCloud, cloud and it's like to describe it it's like uh there's some clouds there's a clock and it's like an arrow pointing through the clock um and this has been yeah. um a couple of insiders who have like uh, data mined this stuff in the past, uh, like posting this on Twitter now. So that picture that you can see right there, what the fuck do you think that is? <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh my, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sense of it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of concentration. Dude, give me your take on it. I'm, draw, I'm, draw, I'm drawing a blank. I, I reckon this is um, like cloud-enhanced download speeds or the only other thing we've spoken about before that has something related to this is was like being able to stream a game while it's downloading. So like you can play it while it's downloading oh, because okay. you can just straight stream it instead of having to wait for it to download. Um, and that service... That kind of makes sense because... Yeah. Yeah, no, no. You carry on. Carry I was going to say, but it, it's, it's um, yeah. Which is obviously that—that's a huge feature. I—I I feel you know, being able to play a game while it's downloading kind of eliminates that those waiting times. Streaming it, you know, quality won't be as good, but doesn't you know still awesome. What do you think? Hmm. Yeah, no, actually, that I think I think that's actually kind of right. And I mean, I think based on the the image of it's like, it's like blocks before. And then a, a solid arrow going around the, the the back end of the clock. It kind of makes sense that it's just like this part's downloaded. You can play it from this part, but like the choppy block bits are still, you know, insinuating it's still downloading some of the game. You know, I think that kind of makes sense. I think it, I think graphic analyst I mean. I, 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 Timmy Wimmy in the house. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I made that yeah. image. oh I just. <laughs> I just wanted to yeah. see if you could get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean I hope it yeah, is no, that. No, it's um Yeah, it, I mean it, it makes sense. The image does kind of convey that. Um so. because cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. The, right? There are so cool. many times that I've that we've like as a friend group have been like, Oh, do you want to boot this up again? You know, something we've played in the past and we're like, Oh, that was fun. Oh, it's you know, there's been an update, or maybe we're just like feeling it and then we all we all go to our game library and like, you know, two out of four or three out of four of us have it downloaded, but one doesn't. And I'm like, well guess we're not playing this. And then by the time the next day rolls around, we're like kind of over it. And like, we never got to play it because yeah. because of it, you know, but this would allow you to just be like, okay, well put it on download, but just stream it, you know, and play with us in the meantime, you know, and that's, I think that's yeah. awesome. That's like a really, really cool feature. Um, so hopefully, yeah. things across for that. Yeah. No, that'd be, that'd be a really awesome. Hopefully we have some more news to speak about next week in regards to that, if anything happens this week, but we'll have to see. Mm phil spencer phil spencer, have you heard of this guy small, he, small little um small cheesesteak <laughs> like, cheese um he was on the kind of funny uh he went on kind of funny for, for an interview like he did he did a podcast with them um last week and um that dude is 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 so cool I know, he's just a cool guy he's a yeah he's just a cool guy man he, he he's a gamer he's He's in for the gamer hours. He happens to be head of Xbox, but you know, he he does he's in the gamer realm. Um and as part of it, you know, they asked him loads of questions about this, that, and the other. Um and they spoke about like certain peripherals and particular like particularly dual sense features in the Xbox controller. Um and he essentially said that he felt that Sony had done a really good job with their controller and they're looking at they're looking at doing something like that at some point in the future in terms of the haptics and the adaptive triggers. Um you know they they they're quite good with their accessories and and stuff, but they definitely you know it's, it's something. I'm sure they had looked at it before, but maybe they just thought we'll just let PlayStation test the waters and won't bother right now. Um, so you know maybe at some point in the future we'll yeah. see something like this appear um, on the Xbox controllers. I I generally feel like controllers are quite it's got quite the innovation on them. Mostly has gotten quite stagnant. I know. The only exception is PlayStation. I think they've been quite good with like trying the touchpad and the light bar and now the adaptive triggers, you know, to mix success because yeah. everybody hated the light bar. The light bar was a piece of shit. It was an objective piece of shit. Um, it just reflected off your screen. It was terrible. Um Yeah. So like, you know, round of applause for that to be honest, but I do feel like generally, like maybe in like when the in the three sixty era, everybody kind of found what a good controller felt like apart from Nintendo who insist on making square fucking controllers. Um and we've kind of just gotten stuck with that. And what do you think about like controllers and like innovation and all of that? And, and this, I guess. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it really hasn't changed much, has it? No. Um, I mean, there's been some very minor changes to the Xbox controller over over the course of the the first 360 one. And to be fair, uh, I, it even I don't know if this is a biased opinion, but the actual ergonomics of an Xbox controller is far more comfortable than any other controller I've. I've had. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, I, I, I the, the the analog sticks being on two different levels, like amazing. Yeah. like I don't, I don't like having them on the same level. Yeah, um, I feel like it's just a little bit weird. Staggered. It yeah, doesn't even, it doesn't make sense. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, there hasn't been much change. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because I I don't really think the controller is an area you need to look at to advance gaming. Um, personally, oh, that's um, not too much at least. You know, as long as the controller is comfortable in my hand, it it functions how it's supposed to. Um, I'm kind of happy. You know, the, the mm. additionals are nice, the adaptive triggers, and but I'm I'm not like it's not that much of a selling point to me to be like oh this game has uses the vibrating triggers when this one doesn't mm. it's just like i don't know it's it's cool but it's not it's not a deal breaker for me yeah um and i i i do agree that you know props to sony for actually trying things with the controller and succeeding because you know the ps5 controller um i've heard is amazing i've heard firsthand it's amazing because my my brother has a ps5 um, and he, he says he loves the controller. Like he, he says it's absolutely amazing. Like when he's playing demon souls and stuff like that, he, when he first got it, he genuinely felt like I don't know, it just yeah, it immersed him more into the game. It really felt so, like, like a dark Souls like, gen- I felt yeah. like an Esther's flask. Yeah, my uh, yeah. When, <laughs> when I got hit, I actually was stabbed. <laughs> like, yeah. Blood blood was pouring comes out, of me. out your TV. Um but yeah, so I, I I don't know, but yeah, my take on it is, um, yeah, the controller doesn't necessarily have to be the most innovative thing. I think they can improve on on many other things, the console itself, um, mm. and the game itself before they touch the controller. In my opinion, mm. I'm with you. So you feel you feel like this, there's the, like the software and the hardware should be priority over the yeah, yeah, on yeah those, it's just other priorities on those tech teams. For yeah, sure. okay, yeah. I'm not saying the controller isn't a priority. I'm just saying it's it's the the lowest in when you when you factor in the the, the other things. In my opinion. yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, yeah, and no, I think that's quite interesting because I like have always and maybe this is just because it's something that I've looked at before across my degrees. Like I've always been kind of interested in like peripherals and like how that sort of stuff can uh enhanced like feelings of immersion and and presence like you know in the in the literature they tend to call it presence rather than immersion whatever it's pretty much the same thing but like there's been like patents and experiments with like um uh like uh what's it called it's essentially um like moisture like feedback of on, on the controller of having like of the moisture being measured on your palms and like seeing how that can feed back into it, like your heart rate being measured and stuff like that. And I think we've all heard of like stuff, biofeedback, but I can't remember what it's called in particular. It begins with a D when they measure like your like sweat and moisture. I, don't know, I can't remember. But like this sort of stuff, I feel like it's quite untapped. And I bet these, I mean, these organizations, I'm sure, have experimented with it and ultimately felt too expensive, not enough games will use it. But like, nonetheless, I do still feel that like. There is more you can do to make the the thing you're holding in your hand feel like an extension of the thing that's happening on screen, and I feel like I do generally feel like the adaptive triggers are like really nice for that. Um, I probably would only use them like twenty percent of my game time because I'd be turning them off in multiplayer. Like I, single player games, I bet it feels pretty sick. Like it's just another it's just another sense, and I think that's kind of the important part. Um, like I've always wondered why there's no vibration in like the left stick. I'm sure it's hard to do, but, like, just because of, like, running, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess you could kind of emulate it in, like, the vibration from the left to the right, but it's, like, there's this whole kind of body of, like, research that looks at, like, which particular buttons should be mapped to particular things. Like, obviously, we associate back buttons with triggers now because that's usually fire, you know, but that, it never used to be like that. You know, sometimes on on PlayStation, they used to have it. They don't anymore. But, like, the, the bumpers would be fire. Um, and like the left stick tends to control like your legs, until so you click it and you push it forward to sprint, and so it kind of like you know like psychologically it feels like a bit of an extension of your legs. And so things like that, you know, there are little things that they that lots of people like look into, and so I do feel like there's more that could be done there, but I can understand from like a cost perspective, you know, like and there's like an element of like are devs really going to use this? Like if we put the feature in, and that was the whole thing about the touchpad last gen is that even though it's kind of a cool idea outside of their first party studios, no one gave a shit. Like because it's like this is the only um platform we're doing it for. You know, Xbox doesn't have it nobody else, and so why would we make our multi-platform games? Like it's just more work for, for nothing essentially unless Sony like pay them to go out of their way and do it. Um, so I would ultimately, yeah, I'd like I'd love to see more experiment with in that area. And it would be cool if Xbox decided to do it as well it could be one of those things that becomes industry standard and that's good because that means they have some more like to be like, yeah, okay, we'll use it. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think a good example of it, I I know it's not a controller uh, per se, um, but the whole like, will devs use you know the, the the tech at their disposal for their game? You know, one they've got so many other things to do in, mm. in terms of just making their game and wrapping up their game and not including these gimmicky features, so to speak. Um, a, a good example of it, I guess, was the Connect, right? You know, like it wasn't yeah. the it wasn't a controller. But it was that it was that extension of yourself to that would immerse you into the game a little bit more, mm-hmm. and like a game like Rise used it where you shouted and he shouted mm. in the game. I love shouting at like my that. Team. But then, yeah. But then, no other game did it. No other. All the game devs were like, we don't give a shit. Not true. So you could shit. shout your spells in Skyrim <laughs> and in The Witcher. Oh, really? In The Witcher. Yeah oh my god jesus all right whatever most devs didn't care about it and they were like bin it the connects yeah dead. you know that sort of thing so these things like you said there's there's a cost to them there's in both time and money and the majority of the time it's just not worth mm. it like just make a better final product of the actual video game itself mm. um so yeah. Yeah, i yeah like i mean i would with those like peripheries you know like obviously connect, you know, obviously switch with all their motion shit. Um, and uh, what did PlayStation have to move? PlayStation move. That was like, I would say that that was different because that's like a different periphery overall. But I, I do think it's important that we keep looking into ways of how like we experience the game because essentially everything you're doing on screen is being funneled and filtered through the thing that's in your hands. Um, and like the wider that we can make that, that kind of funnel, the better like it's kind of my feeling of course something like the connect is like well let's just make you in the game and it's like well this is just maybe not Uh, maybe the tech's not there yet you know maybe this is a bit much um and the thing is even if it was there would people still use that i don't know because there's an element of like people want to sit down and play video games sometimes you know rather than do handstands and somersaults in their front room to try and dodge an ar- a flaming <laughs> arrow, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, there are compromises, I, I suppose. But um, it's definitely something that I'm, I'm really interested t- to see how it kind of develops um, controllers. i like, yeah, I'm interested in what the next Xbox controller is, for sure, because they've, they've they nailed the ergonomics of it. Um, and I'd like to see, like, extra stuff that makes me go, wow, like, this makes me feel, like, really, like I'm, I'm in what I'm playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd like to see that too. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Speaking of of kind of peripherals, I guess, um, the Steam Deck got revealed this week. um, And we didn't speak about it either because it was a couple of weeks back, but the Switch OLED also got revealed a couple of weeks back. Um, I know this isn't strictly Xbox, but give me a break. Um, Which do you want to start with? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's... Start with the stream deck, Steam deck, yeah, yeah, Steam, oh, my Steam deck. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I gave you two <laughs> options and you picked a mystery third. <laughs> um, it's no, no, deck. yeah, let's start with the Steam uh, okay. deck. What are your thoughts? What initial reactions to the Steam deck? Yeah, you know, that's of the ste- I've got a picture if you scroll further down to the notes, um, uh, I think, um. I haven't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't actually looked like too much into it, but I think it's really fucking cool, right? Like, I think it's, a, I think it's a really, really cool idea. Um, Come in December as well, and I am absolutely... yeah, i yeah. That was so surprising to me, yeah. This year, that's mental. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's really, I think it's really cool, man. Um. And I am absolutely on board with it. Yeah. I think it's I, I think it's it's weird that it's taken this long for for, for something like this to come. I of, mean, a part of uh, me is extreme. like, this is goofy as fuck, but part of me is like, this is cool. Like this is um a very interesting yeah. but understandable decision that the Steam have made. I don't. Know, I don't know if it. I don't know how comfortable. A lot of people have out. said that it's weird oh, that dude. the face buttons are so far to the edge. Yes. Yeah. Are, are you talking about the the D pad? The D pad you know, and, the, the, and the yeah, the, like the X Y B and A. Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah. They're literally like if 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 you were to hit like B, for example, your your thumb might actually like slip, slip off. off. Yeah. <laughs> It might slip off the edge of the controller, mm. um, and I'm guessing those big those big squares. I'm guessing those are like track pads, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't looked too much into it, but um, yeah, man, that's cool. Like, and I actually, I just respect it, right. like whether or not it works or not. Yeah, like at least they're going for it. Right? Gotta respect the play. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and they, I, and it's so cool because there is so much stuff on Steam that I would like to play. Yep. Um, and and with you guys too, um, and to be able to play it also on the go too. Um, I mean, does it have any feature where you can sort of like whip this thing into a TV yes. and put it on a larger screen? You can, if you you can want. buy a dock. It yeah, it, okay. it doesn't come with it, but you can buy a dock um, to whip it into a TV, um, which is sick. That's so cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I, I'm completely on board with this. I mean, it's, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit it's a little bit pricey, <laughs> but <laughs> especially with the conversion rate being basically the same for for pounds i mean what will uh, it be so if it's three nine nine dollars it's going to be three nine nine pounds right that's what it normally it works out to be. Yeah, it's quite expensive It normally no 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 we'll, we'll, we'll get 50 exactly. we'll get 50 off um so because like the series x was 450 okay yeah, so you know it'll be 350 for the first model and what uh, 470 for the middle one yeah and and 64 but, gig is kind of of a joke right yeah, that, that's the price for the lowest model by the way so 64 gig is kind of a joke you, you probably want the 256 as a, I, as a yeah i've noticed it's actually a different internal storage so it's emmc internal storage for the top one which i hadn't noticed before, and i also don't know what that means but the middle one is nvme ssd which i, I know what that means um and that's the good one i yeah. so it's i mean yeah it seems like a no-brainer to get the middle one unless you're like really really casual about it but yeah and it's and it's not even that much more expensive because um, I think EMMC is just standard, um, just hard drive. Is that H- HDD, is it? Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just a yeah, uh, form about of H- uh, HDD. Yeah. So for an extra $129, you're, you're getting far more storage and you're upgrading to SSD. I mean, that's a fucking no-brainer. Yeah. Like. Are they even going to sell any of the other yeah. ones? Like, doesn't really make sense to it. a bit I think it's cool that they're doing uh, different models. I find that really interesting. Like, Switch would never... Like, you know, Nintendo do this thing where they launch product and then they launch, like, other ones down the line. And obviously Xbox this time round has launched with two models. Um, I just like that they're coming out with two models, but I guess because it's, like, kind of a PC-oriented thing that's maybe easier for them, or maybe that's just more their target audience that they can do that and i think every day that goes by i keep hearing good news about this thing like the dock and i heard that you can um swap out and replace the like the storage on them um i don't know how easy it will be okay it isn't it isn't soldered storage no yeah, right? i don't know, I, know I don't know how easy it will be obviously with the ssds and stuff i mean i say mm-hmm. makes proprietary. i have no idea um and i again this is something that everyone that i've listened to speak about this has been like i don't know if i'll get this and i don't know if i need this but it's really cool, and I respect the idea. You know, a lot of people are excited about yeah. it, and I think want to probably want a reason to buy it. Because I'm the same. Like I think everybody out there with a Switch is looking at this and being like, "This could be, you know, the machine that the portable machine which has enough power to not run games like a piece of shit." You know, it has also a good library because it's Steam. Um, you know, it's more ergonomically comfortable. However, do I need another portable gaming machine? And the answer is probably no. But you know, so I think they do. Ah, they need to create a few more reasons, I think, for purchase. But the only thing, you know, yeah. obviously as being you know, the, the Xbox podcast that so we are, the thing that goes through my head here is xCloud. You know, I and allegedly you can boot up Windows on it. Like it has the OS on it and you can get access web browser. So you'll be able to get on to xCloud through it. And, you know, in which case, I don't know how that would work. I don't know if Xbox would be supporting this natively. But if they did, that's perfect. Mm-hmm like that's absolutely perfect. Like, cause all of the yeah. things I've got to like plug my phone and stuff, look, like, they're fine. But like, this is a proper console, like with the track pads yeah. and everything. <clears throat> so that's like my, yeah. if that happened and they came out, and they natively supported it for xCloud. Um, that would be fine. very, very quick purchase from me. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Um, I think it'd be quite a quick purchase for a lot of people. Um, And I think it did be very beneficial um, for Xbox to sort of work quite closely with these guys and actually integrate the two. Um, And then, yeah, they can have a big hand in both the portable market and the home console market. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's a potential pretty big partnership for um, for, for Microsoft there um, and Xbox. Yeah. uh, But yeah, assuming it's comfy uh, uh, and everything, you know, and it looks, it looks a lot better than a Switch does in terms of ergonomics, to be honest. Um, So we'll have to see. I can't tell how thick it is. Mm. It looks kind of chunky, but I think that's just coming from, I think I'm just looking at it from like the, uh, the handheld perspective, Mm. because I think the actual hand bits are thicker on the side and then it gets thinner um towards the center i wouldn't be surprised um, if it was yeah, quite a surprised. chunky lad i wouldn't be surprised if it was weighty yeah um because it's it's got it does stuff look in a it. bit chunky but you know yeah. that, that's really not a problem so i'm no right. it's just gains mate you just work out <laughs> <those> <laughs> yeah you just like ugh, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> <laughs> work on your yeah. arms yeah um so I'm definitely keeping an eye on this one. You know, coming out December, there's a lot of things that can happen or be announced about this product between now and then that could get me very interested. Um, especially when it, you know, it's coming out around Christmas, um, it's definitely something I don't need. I really don't need this, um, but I love the idea of that. And it's just new tech, you know. This is kind of new tech, and it's um, that integration with Xbox. Is, mm. Even though it would be cool as a product in and of itself, if it had that integration with Xbox, that's like going to be the thing that pushes me over the over the edge yeah for sure um yeah i think depending how they 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 market this um and yeah if they work it properly with with other companies like like xbox um to integrate this nicely um i feel like that's a huge selling point and could you know make it appear under a lot of christmas trees um yeah it's cool it's definitely cool, and I I respect the effort. Good good job, Steam. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We love you. I'd like I'd like to play a, a lot of your games, so you might get a purchase out of me, regardless. Okay, um, and obviously that like, it was kind of genius announcing this thing on the day the pre-orders went up for the Switch OLED. Which what the fuck? What is the Switch yeah. OLED? What is the point? Yeah, like I mean, the first thing I said to you when I watched the trailer was. Like when the trailer just ended and they were they were finished talking about the features of the of the new console, it just like flashes up, they're like a bigger screen, of uh, more enhanced visuals and stuff like that. I was just like enhanced Joy-Cons. No? It's not it's not there. the no. <laughs> Joy-Cons still have stick drift <laughs> and suck. I was like, fantastic. Like that's what I want out, out of a new console from you. I want you to improve on your other one. Um, and the the controllers because which is just dreadful. Like I don't want a 0.7 Um inch bigger screen. No. Like I don't want that and an Ethernet cable. Uh, no and an Ethernet plug. Like and an Ethernet that is pretty sick mm. to be fair, but also fucking stupid because <sighs> every console has one anyway, right? They're just catching up at this point. Yeah. It shouldn't be a selling point of it. Um yeah i don't know and yeah sure the nicer screen but i mean the switch i mean we we can all agree that when you're playing the switch like a portable game on the switch it looks fucking crisp on on that screen regardless of it being 720p um it looks crisp because it's on a nice compact colorful screen um playing breath of the wild handheld looked way better than when i played it on the tv to be honest Mm. in my opinion yeah um, didn't perform better, you know, but it it looked better, like the the actual visuals and the colors and all that sort of stuff. Hmm. Um, so yeah, great. I don't know, it's it's awesome. What what's the price on on the Switch OLED? I'm pretty right? sure it's it's like that's a good question. I want to say it's like I think it was like four fifty dollars, maybe five hundred dollars. It's it's like full price, maybe four hundred dollars, and it's in that price range, you know. It's like more expensive than the Switch was at launch, a little bit. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of money, man, for for just for just an improved screen essentially, and 0.7 inches bigger. Like, I don't know. I feel like they could have done more with it. Um, I definitely would have liked to have seen improvements in the actual hardware itself, uh, controller wise. Um, but hey, oh, whatever. It's kind of cool, I guess. All right, it didn't blow me away. Yeah, I know. It's it's whatever. It's whatever um yeah. i want to just come round to kind of our last story really which was um about um xbox sales yeah. this month um or the month of june rather um and xbox series x or the xbox series rather across the x and the x was the best-selling hardware platform in in dollar sales um for the month of june and that's the first time that has happened since 2011 um so it's in dollar sales wow. not unit sales but you know across all the series um but that's still a pretty big achievement considering i mean assuming that's i'm assuming that's coming off the back of the e3 where they've obviously caught a lot of attention and there has been a lot of sales so um you know that's a big pat on the back Mm. to the team um and that's you know when i spoke about the dam breaking earlier that this is this is part of it i think a lot of perception is is starting to turn around a lot of work still do but you know there's a lot of yeah that's huge that hasn't happened in 10 years it just yeah it just goes to show there's there's a lot of excitement around around xbox at the moment there's a lot of stuff coming up and people are noticing it, right? So they're starting to um to get their purchases yeah. in. And uh, they're, they're not wrong to do so because I like like you said with the dam breaking, um yeah, we, we are we are ramping up and it's 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 gonna get pretty crazy over the next couple of years, I think. Um you know towards the end of this year and and next year. Especially next year, I feel is when you're gonna really start seeing it just pick up and gain a lot, a lot of speed and a lot of traction. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see, see this again ha- happen in, in later months, um, you know, yeah, being, being the top in terms of sales, well, um, dollar sales. As, so. as we get towards Halo at the end of the year, yeah, I, I would hope that we would see some, some things, some success there, you know, depending on how it performs. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Brilliant. Nice. Uh, kudos. Kudos sincere. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, well that's that's kind of everything I've got for um for y'all today. Um does um is there anything any sort of closing thoughts from you at all? Uh no, not not particularly. Um apart from the Steam Deck. It's kind of cool and <laughs> I wanna buy it. And hmm. the OLED switch OLED sucks. Um, I, f- I feel like they kind of just cucked it, dude. No, they kind of cucked the Switch OLED. So yeah, it, everybody um, wanted kind of a Switch yeah, Pro, like upgraded, you know, specs and stuff, but it never came. And Steam Deck has definitely yeah. st- stole their lunch, you know. Um, so yeah, 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 exactly. Um, real, real alpha move from Steam Deck. So sure. I respect that. Sure. Um, but no, apart from that, I want to go have an ice cream. That's so. such a good idea. That's it from me. Great. Well, you know, yeah, right. Other than that, you know, I'll just say, um you know, follow us on Twitter, you know, leave us any questions, comments, any um, contributions to the discussions would be great. Um, subscribe if you're interested in what we do. Um, and other than that, stay, stay gaming, stay cool, and um, we will <laughs> we'll speak to you next week. Right? Cool. Yeah, cool. Okay, bye. bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.